If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, March First, And that means that uh, just one month to go in the quarter, uh, maybe one month closer to getting more and more vaccines, maybe one month closer to the tax filing deadline. You know, all these things are happening right before our eyes. Meanwhile, in your real life, you're probably still trying to figure out how to make good financial decisions for you, for your family. And we'd love to help you. And we is me, Jill Schlesinger, certified financial planner. CBS News business analyst and Mark, Mark Talercio, executive producer extraordinaire. And uh, he is also a CFP, a certified financial planner. To help you out, we ask just one thing send us an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. That is our email address. And if you are asking a long financial question or a short financial question, we don't care. But what we need is to know whether you would be willing to come on the air with us. That is so much better than just writing. I'm telling you right now, it's a better experience all around. And in fact, that is what William did. William sent us an email with lots of info and Mark wrangled him for the show. So William from New Jersey. Welcome. What can we do for you? Uh, so like you said, I sent an email asking about traditional or Roth contribution to my 401k. A little info about myself. Uh, I'm currently married. Um, I make $82,000 a year. Um, my spouse makes $62,000 a year. However, I actually have some interesting incomes uh, that kind of makes this question a little difficult for me. Uh, one of the income is a PDM. So Every day I, you know, I work on my job. I'm getting a specific amount, which is about $185 a day. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, I typically get a bonus. So that gets my comp- compensation just for myself up to about $176,000. 176 uh, wow. for you, just you. Just me. That's correct. Wow. Yep. Uh, and then my spouse is uh, at, still at $62,000 a year. 
So that trajectory where, you know, you have a base, but then you also have per diem and bonus and all that. You're a W-2 employee though, right? You, you, in other words, you're an employee, not self-employed. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Got it. So now it's not so simple as you say, because, you know, you make almost 240 grand a year together and that's kind of a, a good chunk of money. Tell us some more about what else is going on. Sure. So, uh, like I said, my spouse makes $62,000 a year, uh, but she's a um, resident physician. So in about another two years, so maybe 2023, that income is going to go up as well, approximately um, maybe $250,000 a year. Oh, boy. I mean, great. I mean, I, should, I shouldn't have said that that way. Hey, that's awesome. I mean, really, it's, it is completely awesome. And you're going to make a lot of money. You'll pay a lot of taxes. So that's that's that. But let me ask you a question about the current game plan here. Let's just talk about the next two years. Because is it likely that you're going to make about this amount of money together, this 240-ish? Or do you think it's going to go up in the next couple of years also? In other words, I'm just trying to figure out whether you, I think you're going to stay in. Are you going to probably stay in the 24% tax bracket until she becomes a full-fledged attending physician? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. And what are you doing for retirement? Right now, uh, we both contribute to uh, Roth IRAs outside of work. So we have to do a backdoor Roth contribution. Through work, she does about 10% uh, through a Roth 401k. And I'm currently, and I've been doing this for the past two years. That's why I, ask, I have this question is I've been doing about 18% uh, on my Roth 401k. You both are using Roths through work, right? Rods through, through work. That is correct. Yes. Okay. I like that as a game plan. I think that is the right decision, at least for the next two years, for sure. Like there's no doubt in my mind that you should definitely do that. Okay. So smart, great, well done. So let's pretend it's 2023. Oh, and how old are you guys? Um, so I am 29, going to be 30. My wife is 26. You're so young and you're making so much money. God bless you. Tell me the first few years um, while she's a doctor, like, what do you think your income is going to be total? Like, I just want to look forward in like five years from now. What do we think your total income is going to be? I think five years from now, we're looking at the mid mid 300s or a little bit above that, but to be conservative, mid 300s. Because that does pop you up into the 32% bracket and that point, I think we have to make a different kind of a decision, which is, I mean, we'll know a lot more about the tax code, obviously, but I don't know whether or not it's going to make sense then to be using the Roth as much. I mean, I'm sort of inclined to say yes. The reason is that even if you are in the 32% tax bracket, it might be nice to have some of this money that's taxed already. And and is she going to be the kind of doctor that makes more and more money? Or do you think that, you know, I don't know, a lot of doctors I know, they complain they don't make any money, but they do make more money sort of in their 40s than in their 30s. So is that the kind of doctor that your wife is going to be, you think, should make more money later on? Uh, I think it's going to be a slow progression. I think it's, it's internal medicine. So it's going to be more of a base and slow progression type uh, compensation. And what about you for your own career? Do you feel like you have a lot of upside yourself? Um, I, I do have a lot of upside. And, and one thing I wanted to, the reason why I also wanted to ask this question was 
the really the wild card out of my compensation is my PDM, right? So the reason why I get that PDM is because I'm currently working in New Jersey versus where um, I got hired for my role, which is Kansas City. By, by relocating, I get compensated to adjust for cost of living. And, and so that is a wild card that, that might not be there in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm in New Jersey, that is going to be somewhat of, of a factor. Really, I know I know the answer, you know, because I'm an engineer. I feel like, you know, it makes sense to, to contribute to the, to the Roth. But when I'm looking at it from a cash flow perspective and how much tax I pay per year, I'm trying to understand, you know, does it make sense to actually have any form of, you know, tax deductible contribution just to reduce the taxes? And then especially, like you said, when we're making, you know, the higher income in the future. Well, I'll tell you for the next two years, definitely the the if you run the the analysis, you'll be like, oh my god, it's a no brainer. And I know that you know that because engineers are very good at that. However, you're also a human being, which is too bad for you because <laughs> what you do is you look at your tax bill and it makes you nauseous. And you're in a high tax state. You guys have any kids yet or not? Uh, no kids yet. No. Okay. You own a home. Yes, we own a home. Yes. All right. But it's not that great because you've got the state and local tax cap at 10000 So you're not getting such a great bang for your buck. That being said, I know that as long as you're in the 24% tax bracket, we're going Roth all the way. I think we just need to figure out, and you'll, we'll be here for you, that when it's 2023, we really need to then say, let's see where the tax rates are. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if it makes sense. And we won't know that. And so I'm taking you off the hook for freaking out about 2023 right now. You know, you're doing a great job. You're putting away a lot of money. And that's exactly what you should be doing. Do you have an emergency reserve fund that's just, you know, in case uh, you decide you're sick of New Jersey and you want to, you know, go back to Kansas City? Yes. Yes. So my wife and I, we we have about a six-month emergency fund and, uh, we actually also save after tax in the, you know, in the brokerage account as well. So I'm, I'm one of those people that are trying to, trying to retire as early as possible. So I'm taking advantage of everything that I can take advantage to invest right now. So that's- Listen, me. she has to go to school for 100 years and do training for 100 years. And so she's going to be working for a while. She's going to be like, I didn't do all that training to retire. You may choose that, but um, just be nice to her while she's supporting you. I think you're in very good shape. Let's keep doing the Roth and let's stay in touch so that we can help you out and, you know, as things change. And by the way, if we get some sort of change in the tax code, just shoot us a note so we can, we, we might make a different decision. So, but I think you're doing exactly what you should be doing. And it's always good for me and Mark to know a doctor who's nearby. So we're very happy to rely on your wife to give us free medical advice in exchange for free financial advice. Does that seem okay? Uh, that's, uh, I'll, I'll have to discuss with her, but I'm sure she will take that deal. Yes. Very good. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Jill and Mark. Appreciate it. Thanks for your advice. Okay, if you have a question like William and you want to come on the podcast, all you have to do is send us a note. Our email address, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Our website is called jillonmoney.com. Isn't that convenient? There's a contact button on that website. So after you sign up for your free weekly newsletter, which Mark does and creates every single Friday, and after you've booked Mark Jill on Money, 
you can just click on the contact button anytime you want when you're on the site, reading, watching, listening, doing all that fun stuff. So do that, jillonmoney.com. That is sort of the central resource for us. Now, we always end the show the same way, and I'm going to do it even more so because, look, William's wife is trying to help us out. All the healthcare providers, they're trying to help us out. The least we can do is to help them out. How can we do that? We can continue to wash our hands. We can wear our masks, maybe double up on those masks. We can maintain our physical distancing. And just a note, side note to the guy who was hovering behind me at the grocery store recently, like when I said, could you please give me a little bit of room? He scowled at me. And uh, Mark, I'm happy to say I didn't bite his head off. I saved that for another part of my life. So I was trying to lift someone up. I did something really nice. I didn't scowl back at him. I smile. Try to lift someone up today. Do something nice, okay? We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.